Welcome to episode number six on Backwards by Design, a space for teachers to get real. On this podcast, you'll hear me talk about the stuff we love, the stuff we find frustrating, and the stuff we wonder about when it comes to our lives as educators. In this space, we're going to be real, honest, kind, and above all else, professional. So let's get to it. For the purpose of today's episode, I'm going to give you the teacher's perspective, but I've no doubt anyone who has spent time with kids is going to be able to relate. This year I changed schools, and with any change in position comes a change in how your day-to-day routine comes together. I'm happy with my change. It was a great change. It was a positive change, but I'm in a new building, a new classroom, a new community, and there's lots of differences. Um, It's been an adjustment, to say the least because I was at my last school for eight years and many parts of my day were pretty predictable for those eight years. Obviously, uh, many parts weren't predictable because we know that's the reality of teaching. And now that so many of things have changed, I've been forced to think a little bit about what is that change done for me? And I think change is good. It challenges us to use our brains in different ways and to get comfortable in spaces and routines that we're not used to. And getting used to change can be overwhelming. It's hard, it's confusing, but it's also really exciting. All the big things we have to consider as we get ready for a new school year, like getting our classroom set up, our day plans, our year plans, our schedules, student program plans, collaboration, supervision schedules, intervention plans, and so many other pieces. There's also things about just us and ourselves and taking care of ourselves. No, that's not a huge part of our day, but it's a part of our day that I think a lot of teachers don't really think about. It certainly wasn't something that I had thought a lot about ahead of time. And I feel like that's something that we should honor thinking about and honor ourselves and what we need as well. I don't mean honor ourselves above the job, but also just just honor ourselves and take care of ourselves. And so I'd love to know what are some of the things that you do before your workday starts or the things that you think about before you even walk into the school building? Do you think about laundry, bills, reminding yourself that you need to get gas? Did the dog need to go to the vet? Your mortgage is coming up for renewal. What what are you going to have for supper tonight? Your house really needs to be cleaned. The load of laundry you forgot about last night now needs to be rewashed. The driveway, driveway should probably be shoveled. You should really pick up a few groceries so you have something to eat for lunch for the rest of the week. The dog puked on the floor as you were on your way out the door. You really should wash your hair tomorrow. And you should take your recycling out sometime this week. And the list goes on and on forever. If you're someone that has kids of your own, there's two thoughts that I have. One, I think you're amazing. And teachers who are parents themselves should be considered superheroes because I seriously don't know how you do it. Two, your list of things to think about before you even get to work, I'm sure is about 10 times longer than anything I just mentioned. But that's life. We all have real life, everyday things that we have to think of. So what do we do? Do any of you feel like sometimes you have to forget about real life so that you can really and truly just focus on your classroom? That's not always easy because sometimes 
life wins and life is powerful and we have to think about those things, but we still want to do our job. I know I've felt this many times before and I'm not sure it's the healthiest way to create a balance between home and work, but I'm also not sure what else works. Like, what do we do? I'm still working on this. And and let me know if you have some tips, because let's be honest, balance sometimes feels like this elusive thing that's somewhere in the distance, but just doesn't feel attainable, right? Like, we've got all these things that we need to think about and things we need to do. And it can be a lot because a classroom is a lot too. And so you're in the moment, you're at school, the day started, you arrive at work, you haul your teacher bags into the school, you stop to check your mailbox, if you remember, I know I hardly ever do, sorry guys, you intended to fill up your water bottle, but you forgot because you got distracted, and you're already down in your classroom, so you're just going to settle for the warm water from the tap, you forgot that you left your teacher space a bit of a mess at the end of the day yesterday because you had to rush out for an appointment. And though you arrived a little bit early today intentionally to do some photocopying for the morning, the photocopier is jammed again. So you have to go to plan B after you've come up with what plan B is. Then you remember you forgot to put together the permission form for an upcoming field trip and it needs to go home today so that it's not too late for too late or last minute for student families. You're doing your best to get your classroom and yourself ready to go and the bell rings. Ready, set, go. Here come the kids. Those smiling faces, they come into the room and there's just something about those looks that make you forget for a moment all the things that you didn't get done and your sole focus in that moment is checking in on everyone after the night and making sure you're helping meet any non-academic needs that might need some attention before the learning gets started. Now, when I wrote this episode out, I wrote out the word learning and I put it in quotation marks because learning doesn't just involve curriculum. But that's a whole episode in itself for another day. So let's talk about taking care of yourself in those moments during the day when it's go time. It's ready to go, but you're still a human being. Your job is important. Your kids are important. Your students are important. Your job, like you're there, you want to do it, but you're also a human being. You have, let's say you've got the kids are in the room now. You have about 20 questions coming your way. There's a fire drill in half an hour. So you need to remember, don't send anyone to the bathroom or to get a drink. And we all know when that happens, everybody seems to think they need to go to the bathroom or get a drink. So now you're the bad guy because you're telling everybody no. You're getting everyone settled with an independent activity or trying to while helping Sammy tie their shoes. You're diffusing an argument between two passionate students and then your body decides now is the time that you need to go. You have no EA in the classroom and of course this week you decided you were going to drink more water because you never get enough. Sure, you're proud of yourself for getting in that water, but you're now kind of screwed because Mother Nature is calling, and what do you do? We've all been in that moment. I'd bet $100 of my own cash that every teacher has lived this moment, and quite likely it went one of two ways. One, you got so busy that you forgot you had to pee, and by the time either lunch or the end of the day arrives, you realize you're about to burst, and the only thing you can think of is getting to that bathroom. Number two, 
Waiting was just not an option, so you risk it. You leave the classroom unattended. You tell your kids you'll be back right away. You remind them that you trust them to make responsible choices, knowing full well you're coming back to a circus. You bribe them. You tell them this will happen, that will happen, but somebody is going to take advantage of the teacher leaving the classroom. I mean, they're kids, right? We've all been there. We know what happens. It's real life. We're human beings. So what about those days when you have a headache and like not a bad enough headache to stay home or bad enough to stay, it was bad enough to stay home, but you didn't want to plan for a sub because we all know that's not a quick job. Sub plans, that's another episode on another day, but we've all been there. Those days when you, you want to do your job, you want to be there for your kids, but that headache is winning and your patience is disappearing even if you don't want it to. How do you tackle those days? How do you show yourself grace? Does anybody else go home and absolutely crash after those really hard days, like 8 p.m. bedtime crash? The reality is this is our job as educators, and it's how it usually goes. And this is just part of it. So I'd love to hear how you make sure to manage taking care of yourself during the school day. I didn't even get into having lunch in this episode because I can only imagine how many teachers go throughout their day without really having lunch. And no, a handful of crackers does not count as lunch. Sorry, guys. I'm guilty of that too. So do you make sure that you prioritize breaks during recess or prep times? Do you purposefully not do supervision so you can keep balance in your day? Do you just go with the flow and tackle each day as it comes? If you're somebody that does this, I'd love to chat with you because I want to know how you make it work. Is coffee your saving grace? Teachers are creatures of habit in so many different ways. So what's your go-to habit for looking after yourself? Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Make sure to check us out on Instagram and sometimes Twitter.